Hi everyone, I hope you are all doing well. I am great. Thank you so much for joining me on this podcast, a Rose Seed Podcast. My name is Ayapila. Today, I wanted to come on here and give my little couple analysis of the couples that were featured on season 13 of Married at First Sight. Season 13 is the season that wrapped up a little over a month ago. I'm not sure if they've started showing season 14, but I know that season 13 is a season that wrapped up not so long ago. Now, if you don't know what I'm talking about, the show that I'm talking about, Married at First Sight, is a show where 10 singles are paired by three experts, namely Dr. Viviana, Dr. Pepper, and Pastor Carl. And they are paid to be married and their relationship literally begins at the altar. So they are married on site. They meet each other at the altar and from then on, they work towards growing a relationship where they will ultimately be each other's life partners. Sadly, it doesn't always work out that way. The show, in my opinion, recently has been seeing a lot more failures than success stories there is only one couple that is still married from the season that just wrapped up the season that i'm going to give my little couples analysis on on this podcast so the couples that were featured on this season season 13 are the following couples rachel and jose bao and johnny jill and merla brett and ryan and last but not least never least <laughs> Zach and Michaela. Let me drink some water. Let me start with Zach and Michaela. Wow, guys, I was so uncouth. You guys heard me gulp. <laughs> if you're here, thank you. If you're still here, thank you. <laughs> thank you. Okay. Let's start with Zach and Michaela. Uh, Zach and Michaela, two very attractive people on paper. They look good. They look good. But I think the first mistake they made was going too fast. Of course, the type of the relationship they entered is different in that if they didn't date, they just were a husband and wife on meeting each other. And so, of course, in a marriage... Uh, sexual relations are to be expected but I think that they could have waited at least a month at least a month and just get to know each other before consummating the marriage I believe they consummated the marriage on day one and from then on it was fireworks Zach was saying that if this continues, he will die a happy man sexually, which is nothing wrong with that. People are supposed to be satisfied sexually in a marriage. But I believe that because this type of marriage is uh, unconventional, they should have waited at least a week just building some kind of emotional, some kind of emotional intimacy an understanding a common ground i feel that they did not understand each other it also didn't help that when all the couples were on honeymoon they didn't really have a honeymoon because zach had covid and so he had to be isolated and michaela flew 
back home away from the honeymoon uh, location the little resort which i thought was cute uh the resort itself was cute and so that's my first criticism of this couple is that they moved too fast they had physical chemistry uh they were both attracted to each other they are attractive people but in my opinion they moved too fast and then also i can't talk about this couple and not talk about michaela and her not being able to control her outbursts i think michaela is one of those people who what can i say who lets maybe things fester and tries to put up a front of being understanding and she looked like someone who can do that and then eventually you can only carry that on for so long and then she bursts i think there were there was or 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 a lot of things that we didn't see on the show that michaela had been putting up with from zach zach seemed immature sometimes he seemed immature just disappearing out of nowhere when you are married you are accountable to the other person you are supposed to let the other person know of your whereabouts you guys may not be christian but uh christian doctrine teaches that married people are one flesh they are one flesh so you are supposed to be accountable to the other person that does not mean to say that the person should control you and have you unlock but just where there's an understanding hey i'm off to so and so i'm here if you need me feel free to call me things like that and then zach didn't do any of that i do believe that zach zach was too young to be in a marriage zach and i are actually the same age zach is 27 uh i'm also 27 um i think that men mature a little later and that's why it's always a better match when a man is a little older than the woman not too much now not not 15 years no no pedo that's pedo where the person can be your child no no and i don't know okay i'm going off into the deep end let me leave that alone (laughs) back to zach and michaela so yes those that's my criticism of uh this couple i feel that they moved too fast zach was childish michaela needs work uh on controlling her emotions being able to table a discussion she needs work with that um they did have a positive they had physical chemistry and they seemed to be a fun couple that's another thing if things had worked out between them they would have been that those married people who are literally like so much fun because even even before michaela got married there's an episode where the girls and the guys they each had like a bachelor night i guess with the girls it's a bachelorette night and michaela was twerking and laughing she seems very fun very bubbly outgoing they would have been such a fun couple so that was working in their favor as well they 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 both like to have a good time have fun and they were both very physically attracted to each other so that's the two positives that i can give that couple moving on to johnny and bow wow wow this couple this couple was the most promising this couple was the most promising the show when the show starts 
after they've been matched and we see the weddings their weddings stood out the most to me in terms of their cultural backgrounds there's an understanding there i know they're not from the same culture i know i know just because they're asian doesn't mean that they're from the same culture but they both had somewhat of an understanding of each other's cultures and their wedding stood out because it spoke to their cultural backgrounds it was so beautiful uh the fact that they were both okay bowsy intellectual but johnny johnny is also quite accomplished himself and so they looked good on paper even physically i they were both physically attracted to each other johnny Johnny spoke about how attracted he was to Bao, which he later lied about and said he's not attracted to her when he started becoming verbally abusive. And that's the first critique that I have for this couple. Johnny and his mouth, Johnny and his mouth, I think in general as people, I've, I've been in situations, not really romantic situations, but just in general, where I do go below the belt, like we need to stop, we need to stop. Even when you are provoked, I can think of myself. There's so many other things I can do. I can leave. But then you you also have those people who come after you. <laughs> like, let me leave. Let me leave. Can't you see I'm trying to cool things down? But we, we need to we need to stop cutting with words words are powerful and johnny his mouth was disgusting he was aiming to cut this woman he was cutting her and um it's so sad what bao said this actually reminded her of her father who she says in his marriage to her mom had become verbally abusive and Bao had to watch her mom take it and I love that at the end Bao on decision day decided no I'm not going to continue with this she broke a generational curse she broke a generational curse she broke a cycle she decided she's not going to be another one in the line of a woman who just takes the cutting the cutting so I was proud of Bao there were things that um uh, I don't know if Bao was lying. I don't know. I don't know. But one thing that Bao could have worked on is compromising more. Like uh, when she talked about how sometimes she goes into bouts of depression, which lead her to neglect, um, maybe taking a bath every day. When she spoke about that, she spoke about it as something that she's not going to change it's not going to change it's just it just is and now i'm empathetic i am empathetic to the the cause of why she goes into that space where she doesn't want to doesn't want to take a bath regularly or shall i understand the emotion behind it i am empathetic toward the condition that she may be in him in her mind but uh, for her to not change to not want to change it like it just is I don't feel that was right of course Johnny with his mouth he could have helped he could have helped and said something like well what if when you're feeling that like that we just take a shower together what if I help you we take a shower together he could have said something like that but he didn't if it all it did was get him down and so of course I guess that inspired Bao to further stand in the fact that when this comes on me, I'm not going to change. And you just need to accept that. So 
I think some in some areas she could have been more compromising. That's what marriage is about. Um, that's my other critique of this couple. Oh wow! It seems like Johnny was just sabotaging. He was not giving this uh, this this relationship a chance a fighting chance not bringing her around his family you're married you're married you're married and that could have been a space when they had when uh, johnny's family had a family gathering i don't know what event they were celebrating or what they were doing but that could have been a moment for him and bao had he brought bao along to to gather up advice from other family members even family members who didn't make it in their personal relationships they would learn of what got them to that place where they failed that could have been a moment for them that could have been a moment for them but no johnny decided he's not going to bring his wife his wife and his family knew that this is now a married man and i loved that all of them disapproved no one was on his side no one was willing to support his decision of not bringing his wife to the family gathering that he went to so that's my other critique uh this couple i guess a positive was that they were physically attracted to each other uh the the similarities in their cultural background the understanding they had that was also a plus especially since johnny spoke about his dad being someone who is very rigid i would have thought that he would have appreciated that his wife understood his culture and his dad would have maybe been even more open to this relationship whereas he wasn't in the beginning because of how unconventional the way they met was him and um rachel but yeah things didn't work out with this couple uh and i think for a lot of viewers they were the biggest letdown they were the biggest letdown they were really promising in the beginning moving on to brett and ryan oh this couple they didn't have any chance ryan never gave this relationship a chance ryan was set on his type and he couldn't see past that type even though brett wanted what he wanted ultimately and that was a family i think a lot of us think that men do not have a biological clock they actually do it doesn't work the same way a woman's does but they do too the older a man gets the 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 quality of his sperm decreases and that can contribute to genetic disorders and birth defects in children so time may not be on ryan's side especially if he wants a family ryan seems successful but i think a lot of the model type that he wants his sister spoke about like victoria's secret model type a lot of that type the heidi clums they go for men who are very wealthy uh ryan doesn't seem like he is not successful he seems successful but maybe not at that level that the victoria's secret model would require so 
I don't know, maybe he might need to look into this type thing. He's a man over 35 years old. He's leaning toward being 40 and he really wants a family. And in, for a family, he needs a woman who's going to be a good mother. And Brit looked like she would have been a good mother. They, him, um, him and Brit, they were on opposite ends in terms of the pol- Pol- political ideologies that they hold and believe in and I know that in America politics politics can break families apart so I guess maybe that was also a contributing factor to why this relationship didn't work I will say this I respect that Ryan didn't try to consummate this marriage with Zach and Johnny Zach and Johnny deep down they didn't value the women that they had their wives but they still enjoyed a sexual intimacy with them and I, I can't respect that I like that Ryan didn't make that move knowing that he cannot see past his type he had to have his type in front of him I respect that 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 he had a type and he had to have his type and I respect that he didn't try to take advantage of the fact that oh this is convenient we do technically have a marriage so you can be in bed with me I, I like that he didn't take take that advantage but I guess that's all I have to say about this couple they didn't have a chance now moving on to Rachel and Jose Rachel and Jose uh Jose Jose's a good guy. Jose's a good guy. Jose has all his ducks in a row. In my culture, we say that a man's attractiveness, <laughs> if I translate this directly from my language, it will sound funny, but I'll go ahead and do it anyway. We say that a man's attractiveness is his cows. Now, let me explain that. Let me explain that. Um, historically, I think with a lot of African cultures, wealth wealth uh, was symbolized by the livestock that a man had and obviously the wealthier the man he had more livestock and he tended to the livestock he took good care of the livestock so in my culture a man like jose would be attractive because he has been tending to his livestock he has his ducks in a row he's known that he's wanted to get married he has savings he owns property he is ready to take care of a family a family that will be his but with this having his ducks in a row i think because he's such a routine person and his routine has worked for him because he has achieved what he has achieved. It has also made him to be controlling because he's been able to control the circumstances in his life um, uh, successfully so far. And so he also wanted to control. Uh, he also wanted to control Rachel, and Rachel has a bit of a free spirit vibe to her. I guess the experts paired these two because of the opposites attract thing but it became a problem because jose was coming out to be controlling but i like that he recognized it and um dr pepper one of the experts told him this is something he needs help for uh rachel rachel girl go rachel was fighting so hard to spend her own money in this relationship rachel save your money <laughs> 
Rachel is fighting hard to uh, to spend her money in this relationship. Here is Jose saying, "I'm I'm happy to take care of this. No, I need to contribute." That was Rachel. Uh, I I guess I understand where that comes from. Um, she is a smart woman. Uh, she has uh, progressed significantly in academics. So Rachel wants to also show herself that she is uh, more than more than able. But I think with women, uh, I think a lot of women were used to seeing men who don't do. And so when we see men who do, which is there isn't too many, right? When we see men who do, sometimes we may not be able to receive that. Because even her father, the way that Rachel spoke of her dad, her dad had always told her, and this is a good teaching, like we need to be able to have our own backs. This, her father had told her that she need to, she need to be able to take care of herself. And I wholeheartedly support that. But also when someone comes along who wants to help you, I think we should put aside the pride and let that person in especially if they're putting themselves forward. Jose was putting himself forward. This is not something that Rachel had to teach him. No, this is the mindset he came in with. And so um, there was that. Uh, Rachel, you know, she still wants to travel. I think, I think Jose, again, Jose is rigid. I think Jose should be more open to traveling um, these couples are not old. These couples are not old. The oldest, not even the oldest, the oldest age on the show was like 35 years old, and that's young. That's 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 still a youth in my country. Youth is 18 to 35. So these couples are still young. Uh, I think Jose should be open to having fun with his wife, letting loose. I think he could use that, that break away from his routine, his rigidness. And so that's what I have to say about that couple. But mostly that couple was positive. I love, they had such good chemistry, such good chemistry, emotional chemistry, physical chemistry, all of it. (laughs) There was a lot of comments online questioning uh, uh, Jose's sexuality. He has some um, mannerisms about him that could be considered feminine but if rachel likes it then i love it rachel didn't have a problem with it so there's that so that's uh rachel and jose and they are the only couple <laughs> that is still married so i guess they are onto the right path of course they've had their ups and downs and with the reunion that aired, it seemed like they had separated for a while i actually think that that was influenced by the environment because they're the only couple that worked out and so they are around all of these people who who didn't work out and so being the only ones that worked out i think the environment influenced them to 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 think maybe oh there's something wrong and then they did separate but i think now they're back together again i really hope things work out for them they are the only couples where this is the only couple where and they both really wanted this. Um, Rachel was so happy to call herself Jose's wife. That's what she said on the show. She's like, I am Jose's wife. And she said it with a smile. So I, um, I'm looking forward to 
what this couple will look like in the future last but definitely not least jill and merla jill and merla shocked us at the reunion the last time we saw them before the reunion on decision day they had decided to stay married come the reunion they are now divorced and jill is in a state he is distraught and he's not even trying to hide it he's vulnerable but he is seeking the help that he needs to seek to heal wow this couple they went through a lot to finally get to a place where they were truly connecting in the beginning Merla seemed to be very cold and her reason was that of course she had just married a stranger and that she needed time to get to know him um we saw that Merla is also a very particular person there's certain things that she likes things that she likes a certain way and she does not deviate from that we also learned about her background she didn't grow up privileged she didn't grow up with the silver spoon and she had a life that she had envisioned for herself she worked hard to finally uh, get to a place where she realized that life manifested that life and so i can understand why it would hurt when Jill would call her a little princess or a spoiled brat because there was work behind this this is a life that she worked hard for uh she didn't grow up with everything that she wanted and when she got to a place where she could have the things that she wanted i think that indirectly it was a question on her work ethic her passion for Jill to criticize her for liking things a certain way at the reunion she she spoke about how it's not nice to be with someone who's always picking on the way you like things calling it bougie or things like that um i think on Jill's part maybe there was a little bit of insecurity he is a man at the end of the day and um men although we've moved away um we've moved away a long way away from what was the traditional gender roles in society but still men are still valued according to the power they hold and power can come from position power can come from a title but most importantly for men power comes from resources and a part of this that these resources is money and then for women uh women are still largely judged on uh, and valued on how attractive they are and so for for Jill I think there was a part of him that was maybe insecure for being in this relationship with a woman who's very self-sufficient knowing that everything that she's getting would be coming from from her you know what can he give her and so maybe i think that's why he criticized it uh but this for me it was not a deal breaker it was not a deal breaker this is something that they could have spoken on it does seem like Jill understands the value of money because he's big on savings. I remember there was an episode 
where they showed each other the savings they had and Merla was impressed with the savings that Chill had. So he values money and for him to have savings, it means that he knows how to use money. And one thing that he did say at the reunion is that although he had said on the show, he's not motivated by money. He said that having the wife, having a family is something that would motivate him to be motivated by money, seeing as that he would need to care for a family, a wife financially. So for me, this was not a deal breaker. And I don't, I don't, I don't feel that Mela should have broken things off with Jill. This could have been fixed. This could have been fixed. Jill was in love. Jill was in love with this woman. That's what he said at the reunion. And it looked like Jill had the relationship carried on. Jill would have been one of those husbands who loves his wife more than his wife loves him. Of course, of course, the woman must love the man back. But I believe that in hetero relationships, a man's love must always be more. Be more. Of course, the woman must love as well, but the man's love must always be more. I know not all of you are Christians listening to this, but this is even in the Bible. Where is it in the Bible, you ask? The verse is, and I'll put it wherever there's a description part for this podcast, wherever there's an information box, the verse is, husbands, love your wives as Christ loves the church. Now, if you are a Christian, you are part of the church. You are part of the body of Christ. Do you think that the body loves Christ as much as Christ loves the body? No, no, we love Christ, but his love for us will always be more will always be more. Paul had to pray that we get a revelation of how much God loves us, how deep his love is, how wide his love is, his love is. So this is even in the Bible. It looks like with hetero relationships, the man's love must always be more than the woman's love. Of course, the woman must be there too. She must love this man. And I guess that was what was missing with Jill and Merla. Merla wasn't as into Jill the same way that Jill was into Merla. Whew, I guess uh, that's all I have to say uh, about these couples that were featured in season 13 of this show. I want to deep down look forward to the next season, but I think at this point, this show is purely entertainment. I think when it started, the couples that were featured in on the show while it was still growing, they were genuinely pursuing marriage, genuinely pursuing lifetime relationships. And the, the, the successful relationships coming out of the show, a majority of those uh, relationships come from its earlier seasons. <laughs> now, now, I think it's purely for entertainment and we'll keep tuning in. It's just, it's also... It's a sad thing that it has to be the institution of marriage that we're seeing being played like this, being being taken as a game. Uh, I know with the reunion in season 13 again, with Jill having been destroyed and Michaela, they were upset that their cast members were so nonchalant about everything that happened, nonchalant at the fact that they were in marriages 
these were legal marriages they had signed papers and so it's sad but it makes for good entertainment and i guess that's what people are tuning in for now i know that this the show has a a a uk version and the uk version apparently it is ghetto it is ghetto one the marriages aren't legal i don't know if that's that's a bad thing is that is that really a bad thing since these people are all playing games on here maybe that's not such a bad thing but the show the uk version of the show is apparently ghetto there's like a partner swap thing going on where there's flirting amongst the couples now where <laughs> the couples are like swapping partners just a mess just just ghetto <laughs> oh i've never seen the uk version uh, i'm not interested I don't know how long I'll be interested in this, uh, the US version, but so far I've been enjoying the show. I actually only started watching the show in season 12, and I think that's when they started bringing the heat. That's, that's when they started bringing the heat when they had Chris. Chris. No one will ever forget Chris. Anyway, that's all I have to say on this show. If I stay on any longer, I'll be rambling. I'll be rambling. Thank you for taking your time out to listen to me, to hear me gulp water. Listen, I appreciate it. I'll see you. Ooh, no, I won't see you. You'll hear me on another one. Goodbye.